Hello and welcome to a special episode of Casting Views. This is going to be a new format, but we hope you'll see again, but it'll be quite infrequent, where we pick something that's happened in the news that we're interested in and we want to react to it fairly quickly and, and just get our, our a conversation out on it. This first episode, we're going to pick the manager merry-go-round in the Premier League and specifically with Tottenham. So I think we'll let the cat out of the bag, Lou, and we'll say that we follow Tottenham. We're Tottenham supporters. We are unfortunately <laughs> supporting Tottenham. And bear in mind, we want to try to keep this to half hour episodes where we could probably talk for about two two days nonstop on this. <laughs> if you have seen the news or if you haven't seen the news, basically we, as in Spurs, Tottenham, have sacked their manager after, what was it, 14 games? Yeah, it was. It wasn't very many games. Like since, yeah, it's only been yeah, about ten there or thereabouts. Yeah, he was brought in new after we sacked the previous one, and so he's literally only been there from the start of the season. But there's excitement in the air with who we've got. So we've we've got Antonio Conte, who actually has come from winning the title with the team we support in Italy. So, yeah, what do you think about the news then? I was glad that Nuno got sacked. I was glad that he got sacked. I think Spurs played horrific, boring football. We got battered. Like we, we ended up. Do you know? Do you remember the first three games where we were top of the league and Arsenal were bottom of the table? Do you remember that? Yeah. See, it feels like a long time ago now. When I think back to that as well, I think it was all three one nil wins. And when you actually look at those games, we we scored one goal in each game and kept a clean sheet, which is obviously fine. Yeah, it's a great thing. But in reality, there were so many warning signs even then. Yeah. But yeah. I think that we, we were linked with Conte previously to Nuno in any case anyway. And I think that Spurs couldn't bring Conte in because he was waiting for a different job. And that job didn't come. And Spurs panicked, I think. And so I think that's why Nuno came in. I mean, when you look at it as well, from Nuno's perspective, I actually think he's ruined his managerial legacy a little bit. It's, because it's definitely the, damaged it. Yeah, the, the Spurs job has done him no good. And in reality, the Spurs job doesn't really do anyone any good. Apart from Mauricio Pochettino, he was the only man that probably benefited. And you know what? Maybe throwing it back to Harry Redknapp as well, maybe benefited from the Spurs Yeah, job. do you know what? I was looking last night and I actually, I took it as a standpoint of 20 years. And yeah, if you, if you, if you look back that long, it really, I think that it's those two managers. Harry Redknapp, he gave us a great sort of lift and, and got us, a good couple of runs in the Champions League, and then Pochettino. Yeah. Well, you know, is is only recently, but I but I think it coincides with those two being the ones who at least had it for the longest. If if you look back, we've got it's two two three years at most. A couple have just had the one year, yeah, you know? yeah. And Mourinho the the week before the cup final, but we'll we'll come on to that. But yeah, no, I agree with you. I think um, as much as you can feel sorry from a football manager because. They still earn shed loads. He's going to get paid off handsomely. And football's one of the only careers where you do get rewarded for failure and just walk into another job straight away. So, yeah, this is true. I'll start by saying that, that I kind of feel for him in the sense of I think it was the wrong person, definitely at the wrong time. I don't think it was the first choice. I don't think it was the second choice. I don't think it was the third choice. And it needed someone, I think, with, with the players we've got and the way they're playing, it needed someone proven. And someone who's probably going to give the players a rocket, I think. Yeah, yeah. The only, the only problem is, is don't get me wrong, Antonio Conte is obviously a fantastic manager. He's won titles with Juventus, with Chelsea, obviously won the Premier League. And I think, he, did he win a cup with um, Chelsea as well, I think? Um, and he obviously just recently won the 
Serie A with Inter as well. And Inter were obviously a side that in reality had no no legitimate challenge to yeah, the league yeah. in, it really yeah. for like the last nine years. Yeah. Um, so I am excited about Conte coming in because it's true, he wins. Even when he managed the Italian national team, yeah. in reality, he had a team that had Graziano Pella and Adair up front. Um, we managed to beat Spain in the Euros and only lost that to the Germans. But he, he still, on I think, overperformed. Well. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it was on penalties. And so I think he still even overperformed there. The only thing that is a little bit strange, obviously, he signs generally really short contracts. I know he's only being brought in for, I think, is it 18 months? Yeah, for now, yeah, with an option to for an extra year. Yeah, with a, with a potential for, for, for um, an extension. The only thing that I would say is I feel like, irrespective of who Spurs get in, it's a case of we're just going to see history repeat itself because Antonio Conte is going to be the type that's going to need to spend a little bit of money. Now, he didn't spend massive amounts at Inter to get them into a title challenge. However, when you look at the competition in the Premier League, where you look at where Manchester City are, where Liverpool are, where even even really United and Chelsea are, obviously, like the, the squads that they've got, the depth that they've all got, in reality, Tottenham are probably 250 million quid behind that. Yeah. And... Uh, that that's where I maybe struggle because I feel like it, at the minute it's it's a bit like the way that the England job was always like traditionally described as a bit of like a poison chalice. Poison chalice, yeah. And that's kind of the way that I feel Spurs is because irrespective, we are never going to be the type of club that spends a hundred million quid on like a marquee signing. We're never going to set a record for a signing in the Premier Poss- League. Possibly and- not. And so as a result, I think that you're going to really struggle regardless because even with Pochettino, Pochettino took Tottenham to a second place finish in the Premier League, didn't he? Was it the second year? And then we came third to behind Arsenal when Leicester won it, didn't we? And then he took Spurs to a Champions League final. Now, don't get me wrong, obviously, the the luck was really on our side in that run to the Champions League final. However, when you look at what Pochettino was actually really given and what he actually spent, I can't really see where Conte's really going to get in much more than that. And and that's where the problem kind of lies. Yeah, I mean, I'd say a few things to that. And, and I'd say, firstly, I would like to think that if he's signed, he's been given certain assurances Yeah, and that we've got money there. Now, no, you're right. I don't think we're not, well, we're not the club that will go out and spend a hundred million on a player, but... I was looking, I think they, they were showing it on Sky Sports News last night, his average spend at clubs. And I, I, I can't remember Chelsea and Juve, they were both high, but at Inter where he won it, I think it was £62 million a year. And I think they compared it to Spurs in the last five years of average £79 million a year. Now, yeah. the thing is, I think we forget that Spurs have spent a lot of money. Yeah. It's just we forget it because we've got nothing to show, to show for, it. for it. Yeah, yeah. And the thing, absolutely what you just said, right, I think Poch got them playing more than the sum of the parts. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I think what I'm hoping for is Conte's probably, if he can do that and he should do, has he got that that killer instinct that he can put into the players that we've always yeah. been told we're lacking? I mean, that Champions League final, we could have, you know, on paper that, that we were there, we could have won that. It was, you know, yeah. what I'm trying to say is over 90 minutes, if we'd have, you know... Yeah, you, you didn't go into that game really. You, Spurs were probably... Spurs were underdogs in that final. But when you look comparatively at the teams, I don't really think there was a horrific amount in it considering no. how good the Spurs team was actually playing at the time. No, and and take uh, take the, the league or the Carabao Cup 
last year, wasn't it, final? I mean, sack him Mourinho, whatever the reason, and I've heard loads of things like it would have been more expensive to sack him after that, or Mourinho after that, or I don't care. We had a chance. We were in the final against Man City, fair enough. But with, you know, all cre- all fair play to Ryan Mason. With Mourinho, you're looking to get a better chance to win, right? And I'm hoping that if if we can get... Imagine if we could get into the final of the FA Cup yeah. this year. We're still in the Europa Europa Conference League. There's an option. There's an opportunity there, and I well, think can't can't we face? We could potentially face Roma in that, couldn't we? Which would be then Conte and Mourinho. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> could you imagine? But do, do you know what it is? I I don't know. I'm obviously going to speak for myself and not speak for you. I mean, obviously, in my uh, you know twenty twenty six years, God, I'm twenty six. I'm this old now, innit? In my twenty six years as a Spurs fan, um, obviously, I've never really expected to see Tottenham win anything yeah and yeah. so I kind of feel like that at the minute like I know that a lot of Spurs fans turn around and say oh we should be challenging for the league or we should be winning trophies it's like well history has told us that we don't really do that regardless so it, it's kind of like I, I kind of sit here and I think yeah it's brilliant we're going to bring Antonio Conte in but in reality are we a team that at the minute challenges for anything anyway no we get knocked out of the cup every time we play someone from London. We get slammed by everyone else in the big six <laughs> and lose to West Ham every year. Yeah. So when when I look at when I look at the situation, I just think to myself, you know what? Yeah, bringing Antonio Conte's in is great, but at what point do we turn around and say this is this actually just isn't a managerial issue? Like, let, let, let's be honest. I'll ask you the question: Do you yeah. think that let's say Antonio Conte stays for two years, do you think he's winning anything at Spurs? I think there's a potential for a cup, a domestic cup which I would take right now. I agree with you. What what I would say, though, you're right. The problem is, though, we no, we, for, for 20 years, I don't, when was the last thing we won something? 2000, was it 9, 10, the, the, what was it called? The Carling Cup, I think. The difference being, and well, eight, it doesn't nine. matter in the end because the, the trophy cupboard has still been empty for, for years. At least you felt under, especially under Poch, they were trying to win something at times you felt it the problem is the last few games i mean against man united we didn't have a shot on target for 90 minutes yeah, yeah. i mean it's a club like spurs should be getting a shot on target in 90 minutes even you if know, you're playing do, fast do, do you know how shit it is like we're praying for a shot on target <laughs> yeah well that's, that's it. how fucking awful the situation is but the thing is do you know when you're sorry i'm just going to skip back just before we move on because you talked about the cup i'm going to ask you a question then do you think everton could win the fa cup yeah, well, I think I think the thing they can again. They've got decent players and they've got a decent manager. It's just that what what you don't see though is what's happening behind the scenes. And this is actually I was I was going to come back to your point. We, as in Tottenham fans, have historically said that we want. It's not it's not necessarily even the players. Often it, there's something at the club, and it could is it is it the board? Is it Levy? Yeah. What this has done is no, and and it's going to be bloody difficult for Conte to turn it round. I mean. The first six months, you've just got to get through the season, right? But I think he's going to get rid of a lot of players. And 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 I, that's why I'm hoping he's signed and we've gone for him because there's been assurances that A, he will have control over players out as well as players in. But then build on it for next season. I was saying to someone today, this to me feels like the last throw of the dice for, for Spurs. And, and I don't mean that to sound dramatic, but Spurs how they currently are because... We've said we want a good manager. They've now gone out and got probably the best manager who's available. But also, I'd probably put him in the top five right now. Yeah, he is a winner wherever he goes yeah. in reality. So if if he can't do it and, and for whatever reason the team still doesn't play for him, then 
there is something it isn't you can't then just blame the manager anymore or, or who it is you know well, I, well in, in reality i've been saying this about tottenham and the ownership for ages because in reality daniel levy's a very good businessman and i can't fault him for that because tottenham in actual fact is a really good investment when you look at the club and the money that they turn over admittedly yeah, obviously the yeah. stadium has been a big expense but when you look at Tottenham, the, the whole, for instance, the whole saga with Harry Kane, in reality, was Levy's decision to control. It, it was him that said, no, Harry Kane's not going anywhere. And, I, OK, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But in reality, where did we finish last season? Oh, it must have been, it must have been six then, mustn't it? Yeah, no, no, it must have been lower than seventh or eighth or whatever it was because we're in that shit conference league. Um, but, but the problem is, is, OK, so we didn't let Harry Kane go out the door. So... How bad must the actual team be? Because with Harry Kane, we are still seventh or eighth, and now in the league at the minute with Harry Kane, we're tenth. Yeah, but that's really that's so, really that's really interesting though as well. Like, and so we kept Kane, and it felt like a victory. But the problem is, if you've then bringing in a manager, and again, this isn't to slam Nuno, you're bringing in a manager like that. Does Harry Kane look to him and think, okay, you've kept me, I've stayed? Is that going to be the manager who propels me to win? And and is that, by not, all ag- is that not what we did with Mourinho though? But Mourinho, but Mourinho, we got to the cup final though. Yeah, that no, that's true. I agree. And again, shitty board decision by sacking Mourinho. It's yeah. an idiotic thing to do. But in reality, Mourinho actually got Harry Kane to play the best football he's played because he finished the season top scorer, top assister. So when you look at that, I think to myself, okay, so we've already done that with Harry Kane, and we still did shit in the league irrespective and Harry Kane was probably one of the best players last season so I just think to myself yeah that's great but Harry Kane isn't turning into a 91 goal a season Lionel Messi in his prime there's only so many goals he can actually score in a season so I just think to myself when you look at the Spurs team I feel like as much as the assurances that Conte's been given like we talked yesterday just before this in preparation for Conte potentially moving because it's also been confirmed today we talked about the rumoured players that were coming in. Yeah. And there's players like Chiesa, um, Vlahovic, I think. Is he from Atlanta? Yeah, Atlanta, sorry. Matthias De Ligt, Romagnoli, all of these players. And I just think to myself, yeah, that's that's absolutely fantastic. But he actually needs all of those players to yeah, turn yeah. his first team around. Well, yeah, but but I, I guess in, in the short term, like I said, if you can get Harry on form again, you're taking it. If you maybe can he work with Deli Ali and get him yeah. back on form. The the thing is, the Spurs side isn't terrible. It's just it's a it's probably a, a mid level te- team playing terribly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if I remember right, when Mourinho took over, those Spurs already kind of like on the downward bit from from Pochettino. Whatever happened after the Champions League final? Do you remember they? Yeah. they, they so he took he took in plus COVID, and you just don't know. I think that's the one regret, as well as obviously we won't talk about losing the title to Leicester that year. The other big regret in recent years is, could we have won that with Mourinho, that final? Yeah. And and the thing is, right now, this is how bad it is. You know, I'll take either of those cups over the Conference League, Europa Conference League, or, or the FA, well, absolutely the FA Cup. But it's just about, it's it's about turning that squad around. If, if we can just get, you know, he's not going to turn it around in like two or three games. But having a look at the fixture list, I think up until the 19th of December, where I think we play Liverpool, we've got decent run of games where if he can get a tune out of them, we should get, you know, it would be it, we could get a good positive run potentially. Yeah. But like you said, 
those players have got to kind of buck themselves up a bit. There's a lot of, you know, to not have a shot. I mean, like I say, I know I'll come back to that, but to not have a shot in 90 minutes, there's, come on. Yeah. I mean, do, do you know what the problem is as well? Is, again, I, I kind of compare it to, other other teams kind of in that top bracket when you look at you know if you want to do your traditional big clubs in England and, and you want to do your traditional top six it's United City Liverpool Chelsea Arsenal Spurs in reality those are your big your big traditional clubs and then Leicester over recent years but when I think about the way that Tottenham have been over the past maybe five six years beginning with Pochettino and kind of to where we are now we have had Jose Mourinho who irrespective of what people think of him, I know that Chelsea fans won't like him because obviously he's gone to Tottenham. In reality, Inter fans and Porto fans are probably the only ones that like him. But even at United, he won the Europa League with them and I'm pretty sure he did a Community Shield and I think he did an FA Cup as well with United. Now, when when you look at all of the teams in and around where Tottenham are, I just think to myself, right, so we brought in Jose Mourinho and we really kind of fucked it up with him. We fucked it up with Pochettino because in reality, we will always have to hold the L that was sacking Pochettino at this point. Because in reality, if we all could all use hindsight and go back now, we would have been crying out for the Spurs ball to not get rid of him. I mean, we were at the time, obviously, as well. It was a stupid decision. I think, yeah, we brought in Antonio Conte. But in reality, I just don't see anything changing because irrespective, Daniel Levy in reality has shown over this past summer that he is in complete control of what's going on. Do you remember the whole Modric saga? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he turned around and basically said to Luka Modric, you're not leaving because I'll just let you rot on the bench. He was just like, so, and and, and that for me is a point of this atmosphere. So regardless of whether you have Conte, Guardiola, Jurgen Klopp, P- Pochettino, I feel like they will always be hindered. And I look at Antonio Conte and he is a great, he's a great, passionate manager. And again, like he gave interviews, which I've watched where he turns around and said, like, he'd, he'd rather kill a man than let him play in his team. And obviously it's brilliant, but there's only so much power you can have from the changing room if you're not really going to be in control. And again, you can say assurances to me, but I just can't, I cannot get on board with, with no, this is why I think there is is something different because I think with Paratici, I think there has to be. I think there has to be because the thing is, I also think objective number one is just to start turning the team around. And I think he can do with Kane what he did with Lukaku at Inter. Yeah. I mean, he made Lukaku, well, he made, but him and Inter turned Lukaku into one of the the most feared strikers in Europe again. That's true, yeah. And I think he can probably work wonders with Kane, make him the lead again. And I think what it is then is potentially, do we see or could I see Kane leaving in the summer for then him to bring in? If he, if we're looking at like Vlaovic and Chiesa, is he saying, look, you know, let's, let's, you know, we can get rid of him in the summer if I'm being backed with these other transfers. And I and I I've got a feeling that they they are going to back him to some level because the worst thing and and the thing about Pochettino is there's always that season where we didn't sign anyone in two windows yeah and that will go down in history for all the wrong reasons now was he after anyone in particular I mean I can't believe as a manager he wouldn't be wanting to add anyone that was the real shock warning signs that if we haven't spent a pound in two transfer windows. Yeah. Something's not right. It isn't a football club then. Yeah. And so that's why, like I said, that's why I think, I think Conte, and and going back to what you said about the 18 months, I think I was worried initially about it being short, but I think it's 
perfect for both parties because if for whatever reason he's not he's not turning it round, we don't owe another manager a shed load of money because we've sacked him. Early. Yeah, this is also true. But also he can walk away if any assurances aren't met. But again, rumours. But I'm being told that um oh, I'm being told. I'm reading that yeah, him and um Paratici are um are gonna be more in control of things. Well they worked together at Juventus, didn't they? Yeah. And at this point I can't see the point of bringing Conte in if you don't. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can kind of get that. I can kind of get that. I just think that in reality, like I said to you, I mean, the reason I asked you earlier, do you think Everton can win the FA Cup is only because Everton are basically at the same quality that Spurs are. So this is what I'm saying. It's a case of like, well, anyone really within that top, 14 bracket has a shot of winning a cup because everyone can go on a cup run. So I just think to myself, Conte is a fantastic signing. And I don't think if he doesn't win, if he doesn't win anything or doesn't challenge for anything, I just don't even think it will necessarily be his fault because we've seen that in reality over recent years that Spurs have got a track history with it. And I just think as well, even, you know, it'd be nice to see a manager that's got proper control over money because when you look at the Spurs team and how we were actually lined up, you think of the players that I think our biggest mistake in terms of Letting a player go and not replacing them was Christian Eriksen. Yeah, yeah. Christian Eriksen was a creative midfielder and we really missed him. When you look at Spurs line up for a free kick now, who do you trust to take it? No, no. No one, because they're all yeah. shit. They're yeah. all shit. Like even Hyun Min Son really isn't a, isn't great from a dead ball. Harry Kane will send that shit belting into orbit. And I just think to myself as well, we've not spent money correctly. Like we've got Eric Dyer, the absolute gigantic headed knob sitting at centre-back and he doesn't understand how to play centre-back. Eric, if you want to come on and talk to us about it though, please. Um, but what I'm saying though is, yeah, you're right. But we, I think we still do have players in the team that can, should and will play back to their best. I think if they're under someone who is a proven winner and someone who can probably give them that motivation and make them feel like winners. Um, again, his contacts in Italy, he's probably already got a few cheap, or, you know, he's probably already working out. Now I'm hearing we're going to sign, uh, the, well, again, this is all rumours, but sign a midfielder from Milan for free next season. You know, he's already going to have kept an eye on, no doubt, four or five players that he wants, probably on short short contracts over there who he, who he can get to come over and could Nuno have signed or, or even be talking about maybe getting Chiesa or Bellotti or yeah. Delict. Conte, even if, you know, yeah, you players will still want Champions League football, but Conte's got to be a bigger draw, right? So you'd hope to think that he could potentially still get those players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've just um, had a read. It's Frank Kesse, isn't it? Yeah, that's I think it. it's the midfielder yeah. that we're linked with. Yeah. I mean, you know, it obviously only time will tell. I just think that obviously him coming in, do you think we'll make signings in January? I think I think it will. I, I think, think it, I think couple, not not yeah, a lot. I think we'll have to, because in reality, I I if I'm being on if I'm being honest, I actually think that this Spurs team at the minute is probably one of the worst that I've personally watched, to be honest. And I actually remember when Juan de Ramos was um manager Spurs and they were shit then they were proper shit then and this is the thing when you think about it we're actually I know you've just talked about flirting with transfers we're flirting with Juan de Ramos days with how this Spurs team is performing at the minute and I, I, don't, I don't know I mean I'd like to see some some great marquee signings in in January like I know that, that, that we talked about players obviously like Dilip Kessie's obviously one that's been been um, linked as well Chiesa I don't I don't think Chiesa would ever get off the line because I don't think 
um, Juve would let him go. But you know, it, it'd be nice to see some big players come in. It would just nice to be. It would nice to. It'd be nice to see Tottenham again start to play a really nice style of football. Because when you think about Mourinho, I'll never forget. Do you know with um, Mourinho? Do you know what game I remember um, Mourinho changing for me? I think it was was it nil nil against Liverpool, and in the last minute, Roberto Firmino headed home from a corner, and Tottenham had defended all out that game. Their ba- the objective was that's it, no one scoring. And I just thought to myself after that, I was like, this is we're dead because this is killer for these Spurs players because they've realised this doesn't work. And after that point, that was the moment that I saw our season fall apart. So it'd be nice to get Tottenham playing really nice football again because I feel like the yeah. players are more in tune with it then when <laughs> you look this, at the way that we played under it. Pochettino yeah it's, sorry it'd be good to get like I said like Kane and Son back to where they were a season or so ago but but this is it right and it's has it just been a mismatch of things throughout the last few years so under Poch you had them playing really good football yeah but there was the accusation was well he's not a winner so you know no then you had Mourinho who who was a winner but was working with that squad and turned them totally defensive. So when it didn't work, it's like, well, we're not attacking. You know, yeah. under Conte, you've got someone who who I think, like you said, I think is a good tactician. I, you know, it, let's not underestimate again. Okay, we did get knocked out, was it in the round of 16 by Germany? But getting that Italy side to them, having won the group. Beating Spain. Think, <laughs> yeah, and beating Spain. I don't think anyone was expecting that. So that was a pretty special tournament for him to, yeah. to get that out of them and then you know with Inter like you said you know I know Italy the league at the moment it feels like it's in a, in a state of flux there but you know he still he still won it I think what, what I'm trying to say is I think right now there's almost there's no excuses the the only problem is is it too late to have got him in we needed him at the start of the season you know you've got a, a manager who wins a manager who's who's probably got the right attitude it's just, is it too late? So Nuno, I think, was the wrong person at the wrong time. Yeah. Is Conte the right person, but at far too late a time? Yeah. You know what? That That's the thing. When you, But yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm kind of worried that, that that's what the issue is. Because in reality, even if he stays for his 18 months, it takes him to the end of this season. Now, ultimately, he's only got a year left after that. Now, we've, we've kind of left Antonio Conte in reality in the worst possible situation because he's now being brought in at a moment where he's got no ability to buy anyone immediately. So he has got to work with the players that have played Nuno's crap style of football with big, gigantic knobhead Eric Dyer playing centre-back for us. And Harry Kane, who in reality in the summer, let's be honest, didn't want to be at Tottenham. I feel like it is actually probably, if you're coming into Spurs, the worst time to come into Spurs. So, I mean, you know, maybe it, maybe it might be amazing. Maybe you might turn around and transform this team. We're going to go to a back three with two wing backs. And you know what I mean? Maybe. I don't know. I just I just feel like it's a really, really difficult place to be. And don't get me wrong. I, I think Antonio Conte is brilliant. Obviously, he won the title with Inter. I thought he was brilliant for Italy as much as we didn't really do anything under him. We still had performances from him that we didn't expect to get. Yeah, and, and that's he's what won I think the league he's, he's got experience. Yeah, yeah, he has the league, won the league here as well. Yeah, that, that that's true as well. To be fair, I just think it's a very very difficult job. I think that the Spurs board, uh, sorry, the Spurs ownership have kind of left him in a shit place in reality. But and and let's be honest, Tottenham wasn't his, wouldn't have been his first choice. No, because do you know this game against United? Hmm. I Iris, who I'm telling you, I think whoever lost that game. If it was a 3-0 Spurs and United lost, I think we'd be having the same discussion about Solskjaer. 
Oh yeah, well, it was called El Sakiko, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and in reality, th- th- this is this is where like the limit is. So I just I, I don't know. Well, well, this is it though. So two things. One, I think you've got to feel. I, I, well, I I have to feel excited. I think this is a great opportunity. But we all we have to remember underlying why Spurs fans have also been moaning at the club, and it hasn't always been the manager. So, one, I feel excited. Two, yeah, at least it stops him going to someone else for now. Maybe losing, maybe maybe we didn't want Spurs to win because, yeah, he, he would have been at United and probably would have transformed them. But, I mean, sorry, I know that we're going to finish because we're on the half an hour mark. I have just been reading all the articles and it says, you know, Tottenham to be, uh, Conte to be given £280 million war chest. And I hate when they say that because, in reality, he's got £40 million quid to spend in January and then probably another 30 in the summer. <laughs> 280 asterisk you go down the bottom of the page selling uh Kane Larice Hoiberg yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well anyway yeah we'll leave it uh, we could go on for hours but we'll, we'll leave it there um my my last comment is the only thing I've been frustrated with is that yesterday it was full of yeah we Connor's coming back and then already today the papers are like I'll oh, beware he's like this or he doesn't like this it's yeah, like yeah, you know he's not even yeah. managed to, a minute of a game yet Oh no! But is there one? I tell you what, then. Oh, go on. Yeah, my finishing note. Maybe we should touch back on this when Conte is not at Spurs anymore. Oh, I was going to say you took the words out of my mouth, but I was going to say let's uh, let's revisit this maybe on the first of January and see where. Yeah, we're yeah, at. or maybe or, at the end of the, the season. End. Yeah, we'll we'll go back on this and, and the say, end of the uh, first <laughs> transfer window. Let's do the yeah, end of the first yeah, transfer yeah. window. All right, cool. Well, thank you. You've been listening to Casting Mini Views, and you may hear another one of these soon. <laughs>